Well, Tara, thank you so much for joining me for this mini-sode on how to pitch your podcast. So your podcast is called Explore Your Enthusiasm. And if anybody listening has not already gone and listened to my full-length interview with Tara, it's in the feed just before this one. I really strongly recommend that you go do that. Um, but today, Tara, you're here to tell us a little bit about how people should or shouldn't reach out to you with recommendations for guests and books for your podcast. So first, can you tell us just a little bit about what your show is about and who your audience is to set the stage? Sure. So I serve uh, mostly women, some fabulous men who have creative handmade businesses. So knitting designers, yarn makers, jewelry makers, bag sewers, uh, people who design um, clothes and, uh, my show is a weekly lesson for their small business. So we talk about mindset, profitability, marketing, and creating a plan to actually reach your goal. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And I know you don't often get guests, but you do get pitched guest interviews. And so I'm wondering, first of all, do you ever accept those incoming guest pitches? Are you even open to them at all? I, let me think about how to say this. <laughs> So I do occasionally have guests, but they're typically people I've reached out to. So in the past, I've had interviews with people I'm collaborating with, like Megan Amon and Abby Glassenberg when we were doing um, classes together at Creative Live, uh, or I reach out to my students. And uh, there's like a standing invite for everybody in my um, online community, the Starship, that I would love to have them on the show and interview them. And then I've also had a couple guests experts on my show. So when I got my first few foster placements, I took a small parental leave from recording the show and I asked some of my friends to talk about their expertise. So Stacy Trock and Jolie Kelly talked about being an introvert in business, taking leave. And um, uh, my friend Jolie is a life coach. So sometimes I have her come on and do like her own episode. She records it and I upload it. It's her talking about something in particular that we both agree that would benefit my audience. Yeah. So kind of not really. <laughs> kind of not really. I mean, I do, I have had students learn from you and then pitch me a really fabulous pitch. And I'm like, yes, of course, because they already fit in that um, category of students that I'm happy to have on the show. What I don't accept uh, pitches on, or I mean, I get them, but I just toss them, is pitches from people who are like, I'm an expert in this topic. I know nothing about your audience please interview me. Like I don't have an interview show really. So I'm, I don't feel skilled at doing that. Yeah. But you also do book reviews, mostly actually on your YouTube channel, not so much in mm -hmm. the podcast feed anymore. And so I think you said that you are open conditionally to receiving books, which I'm sure authors would be excited and interested mm -hmm. in hearing about. So how does that work? So I am happy to receive a book if I think it's going to be a good fit for my audience or something I'm just going to want to read. Um, so even like fiction, I've received advanced review copies of fiction that I know I will be super into and therefore can rave about if it's good <laughs> in my YouTube channel. And as for business books, which might be a lot of the people listening, um, if I think it's going to serve my audience, I will absolutely accept it, but I don't promise that I'll read it. And I definitely won't talk about it if I don't like it. I'm never going to trash a book. Um, and so that's something I tell people up front. Like, I will talk about it if I enjoyed it. If I don't, it's because 
you don't want me to say what I thought of it publicly. Like I don't, I don't want to do that to any author. I know everybody works so, so hard on their books. Um, and I want to be emailed about it ahead of time and I want to accept it. So unapproved, just like sending it to my house, I'm going to donate it because that just seems disrespectful and presumptive. Yeah. And I think that, right, there is something sort of strange about that, especially when you're working out of your house. It's not like you're a magazine editor who has an office that is, you know, receiving and filtering through all these packages. There is something a little invasive about having your doorbell rung to deliver a package (laughs) that you didn't know you were going to (laughs) get. Exactly. And of course, I mean, I have them sent to a PO box, but like, it's still very, um, it's, it's just, it's just presumptive that I'm like sitting here waiting to read your book when I don't know who you are. I mean, even if I do know who you are, like the, the, what I'm looking for is, you know, who my audience is, you know, how your book or even guest would serve my audience and you're prepared to do that. Right. So if somebody were to send you a book, the thing to do would go look at your YouTube channel. I'm not even going to have you here tell me what kind of fiction you want to read because people should do the work, right? So look at your YouTube channel. There are tons of book review (laughs) videos and see if, uh, if your book, if you're an author or if your publicist, your client's book fits into that mold. And then you want to get an email kind of saying why, why they think that you or your audience would enjoy the book. Right. Okay. What shouldn't they do other than just send it to you <laughs> un- <laughs> uninvited? Um, continue to, uh, well, let's back up. So they shouldn't send me a pitch that says they haven't, they have no idea what my show is. So I, I get um, several pitches each week that say, I really enjoy your show. Explore your enthusiasm. I think my, and it's, it's usually the publicist. I think that, um, my client so-and-so would be a good fit. It tells me their life story. It tells me the points that they're willing to talk about. And it in no way relates to who I help or my audience. Um, spell out like that, you know, that I serve makers and creatives and how your client or yourself is going to speak directly to them or your book. Um, and that's, that's the worst thing. It's just like, it's a pitch. I know you send to everybody. You just plugged my show into it. And so I respond, well, if you've listened to my show, then you know, I don't have guests, (laughs) which is my snarky, like, no, like you clearly don't listen. Um, which is the most snarky I ever get in emails and it's in response to like pitches that don't make sense. So that's one thing. And then the second thing is, um, to keep sending, a have you had a chance to look at this? Have you had a chance to look at this when, um, without any more in like, like due diligence on your part, right. That you're like, Hey, I just heard that you put out. So, so when you, um, Bridget sent me an email, you referenced that you knew my 300th episode was coming up, right. You Mm -hmm. referenced that you knew who my audience is. And then in our longer interview, you knew a million things about my show that I fully didn't expect anybody would know. (laughs) And so that shows that you have like researched and you really knew um, what it was about. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, and like, I'll just be transparent since we're sharing this with other people. Like it didn't take me that long to find these things. You know, it's like, it's like for every episode that I do, I might spend a couple of hours um, prepping by looking through the show, listening to some episodes, checking out their platform. I mean, this isn't like, I'm not listening to like hours and hours and hours of podcasts. <laughs> episodes right. 
but um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take that long. And when I tell, when I tell people and train them on pitching too, I actually think that like reaching out, I call it the compliment lead where you're like, I love your show is the riskiest way to start a pitch. Um, if it happens to be true and you are a legitimate fan of the podcast and you have something you can say that's very heartfelt about an, a way it actually has touched your life or something that you've actually taken away and not in just like the most recent episode that came up, then it is very effective if, if it's really heartfelt and authentic. But I really believe and teach people like if it isn't going to be that, it's better to leave the compliment out entirely and go straight for like, like you're saying, the audience are trying to make that connection about what, what kind of content do you think, like, I like to think about it as like, look at the feed and like, think about the audience and think what could the audience be missing? And that should be your starting point. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that is a real risk when you say, I love your show. It's like, really? Do you? Right. Right. Like, because I would much prefer a, <clears throat> excuse me. I would much prefer a, I, I see that you talk a lot about confidence and mindset for makers. My new book is about three steps for women to grow their confidence. I think this would help them. Yeah. Like you don't need to say, you know me, like you don't need to know me. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need the compliment, but I need to know how it's going to serve my mission. Totally. Totally. Well, my last question was going to be if you have any parting words of wisdom. And I think that is like, right, the thing. <laughs> right? right. Yes. Think about, think about the audience that the person is trying to serve and show how you're going to serve that mission with them. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I know it's a, you know, a little bit off the beaten path to say, I don't really have a lot of guests um, or really accept <laughs> guest pitches, but I think it's important for people to know that, right? That, um, so hopefully you'll get less bad pitches. Like we were talking about before we started this, that I'm on a mission to end the epidemic of bad pitches. And so hopefully this <laughs> will help, um, clear out a few of the bad pitches in your inbox when somebody's looking it up, how to pitch you and they can look this up. Um, so I really appreciate you sharing this insight with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And everybody, please go check out Tara Swiger. Um, both her website is taraswiger.com where you can find all of her um, podcast interviews. And if you're looking at the books and thinking of thinking about, oh, is there a book that would make sense for me? Go check out her YouTube channel because that is where she does the book reviews. And so you can go and see what she's been doing and get a lot of insight into what Tara might be interested in. Um, and if you happen to be a maker uh, or a creative a little bit different, but Tara also has a free Facebook group called Confident and Profitable Handmade Biz. And you can find that um, looking for the Facebook group under Tara Swiger. So Tara, thank you so much. I encourage everyone to uh, go check out the podcast and the channel. 